Thank you for listening in right now. Glad to have you here. My name is Nyla, and this is Greener Thoughts. I help you understand the environment today so you can experience a greener life. Let's connect online. You can reach Greener Thoughts by voice message. The anchor.fm link is in each episode's show notes. You can do so via the Anchor app or by email at greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So the first of the eco-holidays, environmental holidays uh, celebrated in May are the first one being uh, International Day of Families, which is usually celebrated on May the 15th. And then secondly is International Migratory Bird Day, which is usually the second Saturday in May in both the U.S. and in Canada, and it's the second Saturday in October, so some months later in Mexico and also Central in South America and the Caribbean. The uh, third holiday is Fair Trade Week, which is usually held every single year during the second week of May. And then last but not least, uh, number four is World Fish Migration Day, which is on May the 16th. Next up is headlines from the hemispheres. As you all know, it is global news, environmental news all around the globe. So the first headline is all about news from China concerning endangered shark fins. Hong Kong Customs sees 38,500 endangered shark fins. And that story was picked up from uh, phys.org, phys as in physics or physical. And the story comes out of Hong Kong, China. So, fun fact, different fact, is that WildAid estimates some 73 million sharks are killed every year for the trade. So, in Hong Kong, they seized 26 tons of smuggled shark fins, and these were sliced from uh, 38,500 endangered animals. And it was the largest of its kind as far as a bust uh, concerned. Uh, in the uh, southern uh, Chinese city. And uh, most often what you'll see uh, shark fins for is um, being used from thresher and silky sharks, which are both uh, types of sharks that are endangered. And there was actually an almost 60-year-old man. He was 57 years old, though. He was arrested in connection uh, with uh, the uh, types of, you know, gathering of the legal fins that they collected, that the uh, officials collected, and he was released on bail pending further inquiries. So there have been um, many years, um, actually, that many environmentalists and celebrities alike have been uh, trying to talk about the issue of uh, having illegal um, shark fins and people having them. Chinese basketball star Yao Ming, uh, he was uh, known to make the dish less popular and less fashionable amongst those who are you know, you know young and the youth. 
in uh, China, Macau, and in Hong Kong, and also in Taiwan. The next headline is about horses and how they can remember their keepers. So horses can identify and remember their humans. This was found on treehugger.com and this comes out of France. So it comes out of the uh, French National Research Institute, one of the most highly regarded institutions in the world regarding research. So I don't know if you know, but you know, do horses really know their keepers? Well, according to some research that was spearheaded by an ethnologist, then this was put to the test. So on the study, uh, there were a few different factors uh, that were a part of it, one of them being that there were 11 horses, and they were all female, and so uh, were their uh, keepers, were their humans. So they learned to choose between two photos on a computer screen, and after the training phase, the faces of the horse's keepers, who were also female, everyone's female, they were presented side by side with unfamiliar faces to see whether the horses could identify the faces of the people that they knew. And indeed, the horses stunningly were able to identify the faces of their keepers 75% of the time. So this means that horses really do have superior human uh, facial recognition abilities, and also long-term memory. Third, and last but not least, uh, the last headline is about a study uh, that talks about nuclear fuel. So, study reveals single-step strategy for recycling used nuclear fuel. And this was found on ENN.com. And so, it comes out of Texas at A&M University. And so it talks about how the average uh, nuclear reactor uses a bit of its fuel to create um, energy and power before the energy ger generating a reaction naturally just ends. And so 95% of its starting fuel rods um, don't really get uh, used. And so they go about being unused and discarded as nuclear waste in the United States. So that's unfortunate. But uh, researchers have gone about uh, trying to uh, have that fuel not go to waste and have tried to engineer a simple way of proliferation and having it be resistant as an approach to separating out the different components of that nuclear waste. So they're, you know, recycling it and making it easier for labs to get in on it and for it to be sort of an industry standard uh, and see it as a viable solution. So the podcast episode's news source mainly comes from treehugger.com. It is an amazing source I love looking at and using and sharing with you all for all things environmental uh, types of uh, lists they have, information. It's really a good go-to source, packed full of so much. And so for this uh, uh, episode, I thought to uh, spice up things literally and figuratively and uh, talk about a different type of uh, spice. So we all maybe have heard of turmeric and its many uses, um, how far back it goes, um, as far as the thousands of years it's been in use. 
And so we can look at the benefits of it and try to incorporate those uh, into our meals and as a supplement uh, factor there. And so I don't think turmeric always gets the attention that it so rightfully deserves. And so we're going to talk about it a little bit more and the benefits of it because there are so many. But of them, we're going to talk about uh, just a few of them uh, that really uh, tie together what turmeric is and how good for you it is. And maybe you can incorporate uh, some of the delicious ways that you can uh, benefit from it uh, in your life. So it's time for turmeric talk. We're going to talk about where turmeric comes from. It's a little bit of its history and the many benefits that it has. And so turmeric is an inviting, lovely, punchy, orange, and brightly colored uh, spice. And it originates all the way from India. And it's been used for thousands upon thousands of years. And it's notable mostly in uh, Middle Eastern cultures and cuisine. And the same thing as in Southeastern Asian cuisines. Now, it's also known as a bit of um, Ayurvedic. And so Ayurvedic... Uh, means it's uh, part of an alternative medicine system that has roots all the way back in India. And so it's really centered on the belief that your health and wellness is sort of intricately wound with your mind and body and spirit. So it's also uh, popular in Chinese medicine turmeric with its properties that it has of clearing infections um, and also calming things like your inflammation that can happen in or out of the body. So turmeric is very valuable. And so there are a few benefits that we are going to cover. So one of the first is that it is a cancer blocker. Yes, turmeric has amazing uh, abilities in it, uh, specifically with its curcumin. And the doctors at UCLA uh, found that the main component in uh, turmeric, the curcumin, appeared to block an enzyme that promotes the growth of neck and head cancer. So how's that for a spin? And in an independent lab in Maryland, it evaluated the results and found that the cancer-promoting enzyme in the patient's mouths were stopped by the curcumin. And of course, that means that it prevented the uh, cells from being malignant and them spreading. Number two is that uh, turmeric is a powerful antioxidant. From that same center that I uh, already uh, previously talked about from Maryland, uh, the University of Maryland's uh, Medical Center, it was talking about and referenced how turmeric has powerful antioxidant pro properties and they do, of course, fight uh, cancer-causing free radicals and they reduce the damage uh, that has been caused uh, by those who have had cancer. Uh, and then, you know, there's more research that kind of has to go along with that, but for the most part, curcumin is powerful in um, turmeric, and it really does do well at preventing certain cancers, or at least treating uh, those who have, you know, these types of cancers, like prostate cancer, skin cancers, and also uh, colon cancer. Number three is that uh, turmeric is great at decreasing the risk of Alzheimer's disease. So according to a study in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, it revealed that curcumin uh, improves the memory and mood swings in those who suffer from mild cases of memory loss. And so there was a study that was done, um, you know, and they had um, researchers 
um, had a group of about 40 adults and these the ages of these uh, participants ranged from 50 to 90 and so they were either taking a curcumin pill or a placebo for about 18 months which is a year and a half. By the end of the study, the memory and attention of the participants who took the curcumin pill had improved by 28%, so that's almost 30%. Number four is that turmeric is an anti-inflammatory. So this is great who have, for people who have anything uh, concerning your joints or any uh, parts of your body that happen to be inflamed. So the University of Arizona did a study and conducted it, and they were examining the effects of turmeric on rats with injected rheumatoid arthritis. Now concerning pretreatment with turmeric, it completely inhibited and stopped the onset of rheumatoid arthritis in the rats. And also that study found that the turmeric for pre-existing rheumatoid arthritis made sure that the symptoms of that rheumatoid arthritis were significantly reduced. Other studies have backed that turmeric uh, taken daily for months definitely will improve your kidneys over time and definitely help out uh, people who have kidney inflammation and other kidney uh, problems. Number five is that turmeric is great at being uh, an osteoarthritis pain relief. So in one study reported by WebMD, it talked about how turmeric worked well, um, just as well as an ibuprofen for relieving osteoarthritis pain. Number six is that turmeric is great as being um, an aid to indigestion and also heartburn. So curcumin is cool once again because it kind of works with your gallbladder. So it works just in partnership with it and stimulates it and makes bile, which helps in turn digest food particles uh, in your stomach. In Germany, all my German listeners out there, uh, you may have you know known about how uh, turmeric is beneficial because it could be have. Um, prescribed to you as uh, something from your doctor or a pharmacist for uh, healing your stomach problems. Over here in the U.S., we kind of don't have that where uh, medical professionals and those in pharmacy just dispense, uh, you know, turmeric for stomach problems. But in Germany, it happens. So uh, there was some research that was adding to uh, the wonderful uh, benefits of turmeric and talking about how it kind of helps Um, upset stomach and bloating and gas and all those other types of things and turmeric is also great because it can reduce uh, the symptoms of those who have IBS or irritable bowel syndrome Uh, so it proves that they um, would be otherwise healthy uh, you know using a turmeric number seven is that turmeric helps prevent heart disease yes according to a few studies uh, they suggest that curcumin, which is in turmeric, uh, helps prevent the buildup of plaque that is responsible for having those clogged arteries and, of course, leading to heart attacks and strokes, which are characteristic of heart disease. And then last but not least, number eight, is that turmeric does wonders at cutting your chances of diabetes. Yes, according to early, early studies, they suggested that turmeric daily can cut down the incidence uh, or chances of the number of people even getting prediabetes, which 
ends up developing into uh, diabetes. I do have a few thoughts on turmeric as a whole, specifically how I use turmeric, how I cook with it. I do use it as mainly a supplement. Uh, sometimes I use it for like whenever I have headaches or because I want some uh, nutrients from it. I definitely will use it and, you know, uh, pop it in, drink it with some water or eat it with a meal preferably so it has a, a little bit of a better absorption. And then sometimes I'll end up cooking it like in curries. I recently had it in some curry, some chicken curry. It was amazing. It added both flavor, color, some vibrancy there, and it was really great. And adding it with the different vegetables, it was perfect. So I would definitely encourage anyone who's maybe scared of it, the color, don't worry. You can always add it in a curry. Um, whether it's, you know, East Indian curry or West Indian curry, doesn't matter. Um, and so you can, you know, definitely spice it up uh, with curry. You can add peppers. You can, you know, add different, you know, salts and uh, other types of spices, paprika, etc. And definitely make it lively. You know, that's what curries for, turmeric, uh, other types of curry power, powder, uh, they are specific for that. They definitely add some kick uh, to whatever meal that you want. And, you know, if you love cooking and you love spice and you can handle it, definitely get you some turmeric and other types of spices. Um, you could also add it kind of as a thickener. Um, or if you want some color to your, um, you know, types of uh, sides like rice or sometimes vegetables, then those are, you know, optimal. You don't have to add any coloring or anything artificial. Turmeric will get you right. Um, and then uh, there's also a space where, um, you know, I've, I've used turmeric to sort of combat swelling or anti-inflammatory um, issues, um, you know, with, you know, pains, you know, waking up in the morning or anything like that. I just don't feel it um, in, in any particular uh, time and I'm just, you know, tired or just really cranky or whatever, then um, definitely turmeric like seems to help and it just calms. I don't know what it is, but brightly colored uh, things, whether it be also uh, fruits or vegetables, specifically like peppers, like red or orange or green peppers, yellow peppers, they have amazing properties within them. And I know that, um, you know, turmeric is amazing because it does uh, sort of get rid of, um, you know, having, um, you know, cancer problems and things like that. And it is an antioxidant. And so other brightly colored uh, foods that are, you know, coming from the earth, your fruits and vegetables that happen to have color to them, these are a key sign that they are either um, full of antioxidants or that they are um, ones that fight cancer. I've always noticed that when they're, whenever it comes to, you know, um, blueberries, raspberries, um, strawberries, those types of berries. I did a whole podcast episode on um, fruits and berries and how natural they are and the amazing wonders of them and ways to prevent cancer and things like that, other diseases and um, other brightly colored um, vegetables, they are perfect if you want to um, fight things off, like even having uh, any uh, bout of cancer or anything of that. Just get you some fruits and vegetables and you will be squared away um, unless you have dietary concerns or something, um, you know, like cancer runs in your family and you kind of can't prevent it because there's a high chance that you'll get it. 
um, you know, it's, it's best to err on the side of um, trying to stay healthy and getting you uh, some amazing uh, fruits and vegetables. So turmeric um, is one of the ways, I think, to do that. There are other um, spices that are just as healthy, and you can, you know, read up on them as well. But I like turmeric for what it provides, and it's so versatile. You can put it in teas, in soups. You can uh, uh, just have it um, in uh, certain dishes, in lunches, in specific dinners, um, you can do a lot with turmeric. You can you can have it in a in a non-eating way, a non-supplementary way, which I'll talk about a little bit later, which is pretty cool because of its its color properties. So we'll 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 dive into that in just a bit. Uh, with turmeric, uh, I want to know you know how you think of turmeric, how you use it. You know, I I know that I have my specific uses, but everybody's different. People listen from all over the world, so everyone's going to have a different. Uh, perspective and use for turmeric. I know that there are going to be probably some listeners who cook with it often and some who maybe don't cook at all with it or maybe who are interested in it. But, you know, examine how you use turmeric and maybe you can uh, dive into some of the different ways that we're going to explore a little bit later of how to use it and what to, you know, do with it. But uh, in any regard, if you are using turmeric regularly, um, it is known to, you know, be acted upon as a, a supplement most times, in not uh, in a bad way, but it's regulated by the FDA, at least in the U.S., as a food and not a drug. So, um, just taking that into consideration, you're going to have to, um, you know, check about the safety of turmeric because not all turmeric is considered the same or treated the same. Um, there are some falsy counterfeit um, measures out there uh, when it comes to producing turmeric. So I just want to make sure that you're safe out there. So be sure to talk to your doctor if you plan on uh, trying to switch things up and have turmeric, you know, uh, in your diet because you may be, you know, um, wary about the effects of it or maybe unsure about how it will react with current medication that they're, that you're on. So... Uh, if you want that safety, then you can definitely uh, talk to your doctor or other medical professional. And of course, check out uh, different certifications on uh, the turmeric bottles themselves, like uh, those from uh, NSF International or UL uh, certifications or Consumer Lab, CL, or even U.S. Um, uh, Pharmacopeia. Um, they, have, they have different certifications as well. So um, any other safety uh, supplement that you can have uh, printed on the bottle is a safe bet that makes sure that it is original, not tampered with, doesn't have uh, any unsafe ingredients in it or anything mixed in and laced into the turmeric. So be sure that you are, you know, looking at those um, certifications on the bottle, you know, organic turmeric is best. Um, but if you can't uh, find that, then it's best to find something that's certified, um, you know, uh, authentic and, you know, uh, tried and true tested. The Mother Earth Minutes is where we review in the next few minutes proactive things we can all do to combat the issue in the episode and to always, of course, protect Mother Earth. So there wasn't too much to combat in the episode necessarily, 
But for these tips, they are great because most of them are recipes or different ways that you can use turmeric that you may or may not have been used to before. I know for me, I can't wait to do some of these, especially for the fall season. Whenever it gets cold outside, some of these are really, really going to um, you know, stick with me and I cannot wait to uh, partake in them. Specifically, the first uh, of these uh, different tips is the golden milk recipe. Now there's a shortened version and there's a long version. And I wanna give shout outs to CQP, uh, the coupon queen pin from her podcast, CQP Moments, CQP Moments. Um, amazing podcast and I, I, I miss and cherish uh, the podcast episodes talking with her. She's a great sport, and so she kind of introduced me and, and told me a bit about gold milk, and that she's, of course, tried it. And so there's a short version and uh, the long version. Both uh, I found uh, pretty cool. Uh, you know, there's a quick version and the uh, different version, and they're kind of similar in their recipe styles. So for, so for the first recipe of the uh, gold milk, you have to simmer turmeric with uh, coconut milk and honey to make a sort of uh, frothy, amazing beverage. And then uh, that's you know known as the golden milk, but that's a shortened version, just coconut milk, turmeric, and some honey, and you're good to go. And just you know heating that up and you let it simmer. And then there's the longer version, which is uh, where you have two cups of unsweetened almond milk or coconut milk, and then one and a half teaspoon of grated organic uh, turmeric or ground turmeric, and then you have a fourth of a teaspoon of ground ginger, and then a half of a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, just a pinch of ground nutmeg, an eighth of a teaspoon of fine sea salt, and one tablespoon of honey. So in a small pan, you're going to want to whisk all of those ingredients together and stir them up nice and uh, uh, quickly. And then you're going to bring this all to a simmer and then let it cook for about two to three minutes. And then you're going to want to take it off the heat and remove it from the heat and then put it into two mugs or cups or other types of containers that you can easily drink from. And then just sprinkle a little bit of turmeric on top and then you can gently serve. And tip number two is to use turmeric uh, in tossing it with your veggies or again rice for some splashes of color uh, to uh, warm it up a bit and have that peppery a nice flavor to it. Um, you can use it in things like potatoes, cauliflower, or root vegetables. I highly suggest using it with uh, potatoes. They are immaculate uh, with potatoes. Number three is to craft some turmeric tea. Now for the turmeric tea blend, it is also great, you know, if you don't um, particularly uh, like turmeric maybe a different way, maybe tea is the perfect way uh, to use turmeric for you. And so traditionally most people use it and combine it with black pepper. I've never really uh, drunk a tea that had black pepper, sounds kind of uh, oddball, but hey, who knows, it may be a super good. So you'll need four cups of water for the tea, uh, two tablespoons of fresh grated turmeric, a tablespoon or a teaspoon of fresh uh, ground pepper, lemon or uh, honey to taste, however much you want to put in it, you can decide on that. And then you're going to want to combine all those ingredients uh, with the water to make an uh, amazing uh, savory tea. 
And then last but not least, number four, is to spice up your tie-dye uh, and use some turmeric. Now for this, you're gonna wanna add three to four tablespoons of turmeric powder. You can find these at uh, your local um, food store, health food store, grocery store, any place like that. And you're gonna wanna use a large pot of water. Now the pot of water kinda depends on how much uh, you want to, you know, dye the shirt or other clothing item, but um, a few uh, cups uh, you're going to want to, of course, use. So you're going to let it simmer for about 30 minutes, and then you're going to want to add your shirt or tie or something else, and you're going to let it soak uh, in the turmeric dye for about an hour. And then you're gonna use a, 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 a ladle or a wooden spoon or other utensil that you wouldn't mind getting stained um, for the time being. And you're gonna wanna stir it 15 minutes or so uh, to ensure that it sets evenly and all the color is around the whole uh, garment item. So for a yellow that's uh, deeper in pigment, you're gonna leave the fabric in the mixture a bit longer. And then when you're, when you're satisfied with the color, you're gonna take your shirt out and then you're gonna rinse it uh, in a cold water under the uh, water until it runs clear. Um, but before you have done any of this, of course, put the rubber bands on the uh, shirt if you're using the, the tie-dye method and want to, of course, put the little patterns on it with the uh, rubber band so you tie it however you're going to tie it and then, of course, proceed with the uh, uh, steps in order to tie-dye it. And then, um, after you have uh, run the water clear and it's, it's clear and everything, you're just going to remove the rubber bands and then let it dry. The eco fact of the day is that climate change sets off a devastating plague of locusts in East Africa. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club's Sierra Magazine in the May-June 2020 issue. So we reached the time in Greener Thoughts where we're going to talk about the Eco Company Spotlight and the amazing information here when it comes to eco brands, environmental companies that are doing amazing things for the planet with their products or services. Of course, I've been reviewing different companies and what they have to offer in their services for a while now, since February 2019. And if you have an amazing one that you'd love to share or let me know about, or if maybe you're the founder or co-founder of a brand, let me know and I will definitely, as always, review your amazing products of your company or service. So there are tons of different, again, companies that I've reviewed and their products. And one of the latest ones I have to share with you is one of my favorite yogurts, and it is Siggy's. So Siggy's is the yogurt brand that's packed full of milk and little else. So it is amazing because it began all the way back in 2005, and the idea came from the founder uh, when he missed a, a skier. Uh, that is his uh, native uh, food from his uh, home of Iceland and it is a thick and creamy high protein yogurt uh, unlike anything you've probably ever eaten. 
and it's made from milk on family farms from upstate New York and also Wisconsin and uh, Siggy's products are amazing because they stay true to their Icelandic roots uh, with their authentic taste. So uh, Siggy's products are really, really great because they are all natural. They don't have any high fructose uh, corn syrup. They do not have any aspartame. They do uh, not have any sucralose or any stevia or gelatin or artificial colorings or even any artificial preservatives, any preservatives. They are certified gluten-free, kosher, uh, have uh, milk and contain milk that is uh, uh, from grass-fed cows, and they have uh, non-GMO project verified ingredients, and they also have recyclable packaging. So I love so much of Siggy's products because they are so flavorful and there's so many different kinds, you will not find anything boring. As far as your skier, they're a, a type of yogurt. They have a few different uh, flavors or kinds of that. They have the non-fat yogurt of that. They have the low-fat yogurt, the whole milk yogurt, the lactose-free, the no sugar added, and the triple cream. As far as their other their skier, uh, with uh, almond butter, they have it in almond cinnamon butter, in mixed berries, and in vanilla flavor. And they also have a drinkable yogurt, which is both in non-flat and uh, whole milk options. And then they have the plant-based uh, products, which are in flavors of strawberry, mango, raspberry, vanilla, and cinnamon, and also mixed berries. And then there are Siggy's Kids, which are pouches and tubes of the yogurts. Now, my experience of Siggy's has been great, mainly because I've tried a few of their different yogurts. I've tried the non-fat blueberry and the low-fat coconut, and I want to try more products. And they're just some of the, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the deliciousness of Siggy's. So I love the fact that it is truly thick and rich. It's a type of cream that is probably one of the thickest yogurts I've ever eaten and the thickest one that you will ever buy. It stays thick and consistent um, because sometimes yogurts kind of have a, um, a warming or a melting to them almost because they get so uh, liquidy over time. But this doesn't happen uh, with Siggy's. And it's great because it has all these different natural flavors of it. And I've, I've talked about, you know, the different ones like strawberry and like mango, etc. These are really, really flavorful. And for me, they get five out of five green thumbs up. I love them. I would eat them for a snack or for lunch. You can definitely um, use them uh, for picnics, uh, for your kids, uh, or just, you know, as a snack for themselves, um, for breakfast. Um, you could do a lot uh, with Siggy's. They have amazing, amazing versatility to them. I love their packaging. Their packaging is A1 and their labeling is genius. I've never seen a label quite like that. When you see it, you're going to just be mesmerized by their story. And the flavor of Siggy's is bar none, like anything else I have not ever tried. And they've been popular for a long time. Um, the pricing varies uh, depending on the store, but uh, they're really, really uh, cheap in price, but amazing in quality. 
So with Siggy's, they can be found a few different places. You can find information about them on their website, uh, but for most things, you will definitely have to go uh, in-store uh, for their products or maybe even online. And for them, you're going to find them at places like Amazon or Amazon Fresh, Instacart, Peapod, and also Target. Those are available online. And then in store, you're going to find them in places like Costco's, Giant, Safeway, Shoppers, uh, Target, Walmart, uh, Wegmans, Wise, Whole Foods Market, of course, and other stores across the USA. Or you can find out information again on the website and then check out their locator. Uh, Siggy's is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Siggy's, S-I-G-G-I. Um, and then uh, on Instagram, they're at uh, Siggy's uh, Dairy, all lowercase, all one word. They're on uh, LinkedIn at Siggy's. They're on Pinterest at Siggy's Dairy. They're on Twitter at Siggy's. And they're on, um, you know, just the amazing web itself and there's tons of things to check out about Siggy's uh, so much that you can uh, learn about Siggy's I love it uh, Siggy's is available on their website of course which is siggies.com uh, s-i-g-g-i-s.com and then go to contact us at the bottom of the website to call or message them So we've reached the end of the episode, and as always, I want to thank you so, so much for tuning in and listening in and always coming back for amazing things from Greener Thoughts. Um, it's been always fun to engage in a new topic and learning some new things and you know talking about some things that I know, and I really had fun talking about this episode because I know a little bit about turmeric and the wonders of it, and we've learned together some of the benefits uh, more of the benefits than maybe you've already uh, learned about it and known about uh, turmeric. So if you had fun with the podcast episode and you have some uh, things that you want to share, maybe with someone else you know who hasn't really uh, learned too much about turmeric, be sure to definitely share it. And of course, rate uh, Greener Thoughts wherever you listen, of course, to it. Uh, thank you as always. I love you all for always tuning in uh, each and every a few times a week, uh, listening to Greener Thoughts podcast episodes. So uh, be sure to tune in next time to another uh, podcast episode coming up soon. But until then, as always, be sure to please take care of yourselves. And also, please take care of our big, amazing planet. Bye! <laughs>